WWE Setting the Stage is a podcast for WWE fans where I recap events, break down storylines and angles, and make predictions about where those storylines and angles are headed. Whether you're just getting into wrestling or a WWE fanatic like me, this show is for you. I will see you ringside. Hey, what's up, Wrestlingnati? So I'm back here to give you a quick preview for NXT TakeOver 36. The reason I say quick is because, one, we are just hours away. I believe it's like five, maybe six hours away. And two, there are literally only six matches on the card. <laughs> but before we get into this quick preview, I, don't, I want to remind you that this episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new or existing podcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code GBJones10, that's Golf Bravo Jones 10 for 10% off of your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcasts. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use code GBJones10, that's Golf Bravo Jones 10 for 10% off of your order. Okay, and also... If you like the content that I'm putting out there and you want to support me and the show, you can go to, to my link in my uh, show notes or bio or uh, podcast description and buy me a coffee. Uh, your support is greatly appreciated. Like I said, it just is another avenue to help uh, grow the show, uh, grow me as a podcaster. And uh, like I said, that's the reason I'm doing it. So if you guys want to do that, uh, like I said, check out the link. Uh, I think it's called actually Buy Me a Coffee. And uh, like I said, I'll put it in the show notes and you guys can take a look at that. All right. So without further ado, let's get into the preview. So there are six total matches. Uh, one is actually going to be on the pre-show. And the other five are actually going to be on the main show. So as I've, as I've kind of done in the past, I've kind of struggled a little bit with, uh, covering NXT, uh, pay-per-views that when I started earlier this year. And I guess it's because, like I said, I'm not quite as familiar with the product, uh, these days as I am with the WWE product. Uh, but like I said, I have been watching more and I've been trying to follow it. And, uh, I think I've gotten a little bit better as we've gone on this year. So hopefully, um, I'll continue to get better. I also, with the NXT uh, previews and recaps, I kind of like to take a little bit of different approach than what I do with the WWE pay-per-views a little bit, and that's that I try to give out facts, I guess, or interesting facts that you might that you might find interesting, or like I tell more of the story behind the uh, of what I of what I know behind the storyline, and you know stuff like that. So. So without further ado, keeping that in mind, I'm going to go ahead and get started. So the pre-show match, uh, which is Trey Baxter versus Ridge Holland. Uh, I got to be completely honest. I am not familiar with these two superstars that much. I mean, I know them by name, but uh, I'm not really privy to their backstory. Uh, I do know Ridge Holland showed up a number of months back. Um, and then I guess he either got injured or whatever. And then of course he disappeared as quick as he, quickly as he appeared. And we didn't hear from him for several months. Uh, what's interesting about, um, this match, um, is this match was a challenge on social media. I believe it was a challenge on Twitter. 
Um, Trey Baxter, I guess the reason I'm not quite familiar with him is he's been in the NXT breakout tournament. And I got to be completely honest, I'm not familiar with really any of the superstars that are in the breakout tournament. So, uh, so I, like I said, I, I, you know, take that with a grain of salt is, uh, hopefully, you know, in the coming weeks, months, years, I guess, maybe I'll become more familiar with these superstars if they continue to grow within the business. But like I said, I'm not familiar with Trey Baxter, probably for that simple fact is that he's been in the breakout tournament. Uh, Ridge Holland, I'm a little bit more familiar with. I know when he came back, I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he aligned himself with uh, some fellow English, because I believe he's, is he English, Irish? What is he? I, I'm not sure. I know he's, I think he's from the UK or something, but I know he um, he aligned himself, I believe, with Pete Dunne and uh, personalities like that. And um, uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, it says he's from Yorkshire. So he's from around in that area. So um, he's going to take on the newcomer, the new NXT breakout, if you will, breakout star, hopefully, uh, in a in a pre-match. And like I said, I don't think there's really any storyline to it other than he other than he put out the um, challenge to Ridge Holland. And that's about the extent of the story, which is probably why it ended up on the pre-show. So, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and probably take Ridge Holland in this match, uh, just because he's more of the established star. And like I said, I think they're probably just trying to get, uh, Trey Baxter, a little bit of exposure on television and everything. So he really doesn't need to win the match. Um, because I don't know if they're going to stick him in a storyline or not, but we'll see, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Ridge Holland to win the pre-show match. Okay, so moving on, uh, we got Walter. Uh, so the NXT United Kingdom Championship is next, and we got Walter the champion taking on. I I still heard this guy's name uh, pronounced uh, in the show that earlier this week, but I still don't remember what, how it was pronounced exactly. So I'm just going to go by his last name, uh, Dragonoff. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna simply know him as Dragonoff. Now. Uh, the interesting, I did some reading up on this story. And like I said, if you guys are, if you guys are more familiar with these storylines than I am, please just bear with me. Like I said, I'm trying to bring myself back into the NXT fold. So if you guys are more, uh, established fans than I am, Hey, uh, I, I'm glad to have you here. And like I said, if I speak out of turn on something or I get something wrong, please don't hesitate to educate me if you would like to, but I'm just going to tell you what I know about the story. Um, so this this rematch, and it is a rematch. This rematch has been a long time coming. Um, it was back in October, uh, in, on an episode of NXT UK, that uh, Walter de- defeated Dragonoff to retain the uh, to retain the NXT UK title. Um, in almost what is it like ten months later, in June of 2021, uh, Dragonoff earned another opportunity at the challenge uh, at the uh championship by winning a, a triple threat match and i i don't i don't remember who the two superstars uh were that he wrestled for because like i said it was in june it was about a couple months ago uh i believe it says it was rampage brown and joe coffee i believe is who it was so he won a triple threat match to become the number one contender uh the match was scheduled for july but then uh walter injured his hand uh, in a backstage altercation. So that put him out for a little bit. And of course that postponed the match for a little while. Um, and then I guess, uh, during that same 
episode of NXT UK, uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels and William Regal all came into agreement that I guess Walter's hand would be healed by the time TakeOver 36 came, which of course is tonight, and he would defend the title against Dragunov uh, at that point. So... So on this past episode, and like I said, I won't give too much away on the last episode because, uh, like I said, it'll be in my weekly uh, weekly podcast on the shows uh, later on. Is um, it appeared that Walter and you know his his entourage kind of beat up Dragon off a little bit along with MSK and stuff. So I'm not really sure what we're going to see in this match. We may see MSK help out Dragon off. I'm not sure. Uh, they might come down. Of course, Walter's uh, entourage might be down there as well. So we'll see what goes on there. Um, since Walter has been champion for so long, maybe it's time for a championship change. Maybe it's time for a change of hands. Maybe Dragunov actually wins this rematch and he becomes the NXT UK champion. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to call for the upset. I'm going to say Dragunov actually beats Walter uh, since Walter has been champion for what? I, I think the last time I checked, was he been, was he been champion for two, maybe three years now? It's been crazy, and of course, you know, I think the pandemic played a little played a little bit into that uh, because NXT UK got shut down for a little while as well. So, but that doesn't mean you know the person's going to lose their championship; they're just going to keep it if if the show can't even run. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to call for the uh, upset and say Dragonoff beats uh, Walter for the uh, for the championship. All right, so the next uh, next. Uh, matches the NXT championship, which is carrying cross, uh, against Samoa Joe. Um, so, so basically the way this got started is Samoa Joe was obviously, as everybody knows, he was released by WWE in April of 2021, a few months ago. And then he re-signed with NXT, uh, in June. So he re, re, uh, re-signed with NXT in June. He, he came back to the brand to be, uh, to be William Regal's special enforcer, you know, special enforcer for the general manager. Uh, and, you know, he couldn't, he could not, uh, he could not attack any member of the, uh, you know, active roster without being provoked. He had to be provoked. Um, and then, you know, that's when the story with Karrion Cross came about. Um, and Cross would, you know, would always attempt to provoke uh, Samoa Joe, I guess, attempting to get him removed from NXT you know, whatever. So, so obviously, you know, you know, tempers begin to boil and, uh, you know, uh, Samoa Joe, you know, they've just been involved with each other since, since June. So it's been a couple months and everything. So now it's led to, um, Joe coming out on an, in, on a, on an episode of NXT and basically telling William Regal, Hey, you need to let me, uh, resign my position as the, uh, as the enforcer and now be reinstated as a, as a member of the active roster for, for wrestling. So, and then he of course got his championship match for cross for tonight, take over 36. Um, this obviously will be Joe, uh, Samoa Joe's first match since February of 2020, since before the pandemic kicked off. Uh, he hasn't had a match in a, in like more than a year and a half. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at this match. Um, he would be, I think, I think if I, if I remember correctly, Shamoa Joe may become the first ever three time NXT championship champion if he wins tonight. Uh, so, 
We'll see if that happens. I, I think he's been out of the ring for so long that I'm not sure. I don't know. See, this is this is a match that's hard to call because are they trying to, and, and what I mean by they is WWE, are they trying to eventually send Karrion Cross to the main roster? That's what I, that's what I think is going on too. So, um, so what I'm going to say is I'm going to say Samoa Joe, um, I'm going to say he, I'm going to say he wins the championship tonight. I'm going to say he takes the NXT championship. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I think Karrion Cross, because he's been showing up on raw lately, uh, maybe they're trying to you know, put him on the main roster. And I, I don't think they want to continue to have him show up on raw with the NXT championship. And I think Samoa Joe is probably going to stay with NXT for a little while. So, uh, since he's only been there back there since June, so he might, he may stay there and who knows? I mean, he may also win the championship and, you know, lose it to a, a, a more up and comer on NXT later and all that stuff. And, and, you know, he may not be champion for very long, but like I said, he may be the first three-time champion in NXT. So I, what I'm going to say is I'm going to say Samoa Joe uh, pulls it off, beats Karrion Cross to ultimately send him to the main roster. So um, see what happens there. All right, so Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship is next. Um, so this this has obviously been a long storyline coming. Um Basically, Raquel Gonzalez made her NXT debut back in February of 2020, same, about the same time that Samoa Joe had his last match. And, uh, she, you know, he helped, or she, I'm sorry, she helped uh, Dakota Kai defeat Tegan Knox, who I think at that time they were still having kind of a rivalry between them two uh, when Dakota Kai turned on Tegan Knox probably months earlier. I believe that was the War Games of 2019 where Dakota Kai turned on uh, Tegan Knox, if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I may be a year late, but I think that was the year that they did that, uh, that she turned on Tegan Knox. But anyway, so over the, over the next few months, Gonzalez, um, basically became Kai's bodyguard. And, uh, and it wasn't until war games of that same year in 2020 that Gonzalez, uh, was starting to, you know, feel her m- momentum as a, you know, singles competitor and she actually ended up pinning the then NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai or Io Shirai in at the War Games. So she can. So then that was when she started wrestling, and she started racking up victories and wins and stuff with with Dakota Kai still in her corner. And um, and then of course she and Dakota won the uh, Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic tournament for the women, the inaugural one, the the very first one. So they won that, and they were they were what NXT champions for, I don't it, well they ended up being awarded the first ever NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, and uh, I think that what they lost them in like twenty four hours. I know a lot of people were upset about that, um, but they yeah they lost them the same night that they were awarded them. So not even twenty four hours. It was probably like a couple of hours. Yeah. So so that happened, and then. Um, and then that's when Gonzalez started to have her feud with the with the then champion Shirai and at Takeover Stand Deliver, which was basically NXT's WrestleMania for that year because it was that two or WrestleMania last year or this year. I'm sorry, this year because um, it was the NXT Takeover right before uh, WrestleMania. Um, 
she won the NXT championship. So, uh, so then she became the NXT. So then she became the spotlight star, Raquel Gonzalez, and Dakota Kai became known as the sidekick, which she didn't really like. And uh, what is it? Just a couple weeks ago, uh, Dakota Kai finally turned on uh, on Gonzalez. And that was basically, you know, setting up this match for tonight where, um, you know, Dakota Kai will challenge for the title. Now, you know, obviously, if you look at both of the women's stature, you know, you would think Raquel Gonzalez is going to win this, you know, no problem, no contest, whatever. But don't underestimate Dakota Kai. She's she's obviously a veteran in NXT. She's been around for a long time. Um, and she basically, you know, she probably know if anything if anybody knows more about Raquel Gonzalez it's Dakota Kai she knows all her tricks and everything so and here's another thing I also play uh, a factor in you know is is Raquel Gonzalez going to end up on the uh, WWE main roster you know she could be a perfect fit for the main roster um, because you know she's a, she's a powerful force she's a She's one of the, uh, you know, uh, she's almost one of the, you know, I don't know. She's 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 dominant. So they might want her in the in the WWE main roster. So I'm gonna again pull another upset and say Dakota Kai wins the championship. And I also feel like if you want to keep a story going on between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, you might want to have Dakota Kai win her first championship. And you know, I don't think people would say that she didn't earn it too. I mean, she's been there for a long time. I think she's paid her dues. So they may they may give her the title. Uh and then they can have a little storyline like they can have a rematch for Raquel and all that stuff and everything. So it could go on for a few more months and stuff too. So um I'm going to say Dakota Kai pulls up the upset and she wins the championship. Okay, so the next match is uh the LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes uh for the million dollar championship. Uh the stipulation is if Grimes loses Ted DiBiase now must become Knight's Butler. So the uh, so the story, of course, behind this one is um, back at NXT Takeover in your house a few months ago. LA Knight defeated Cameron Grimes in a ladder nat- match to win the newly reinstated Million Dollar Championship uh, that was re-indu- reintroduced by its founder, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, and um. The next night, or the next the next episode of NXT, when DiBiase presented the championship tonight, um, Knight Tur uh, I guess made this emotional promo and pulled a really good acting job, and then attacked DiBiase, who then who what which then triggered Grimes to come down and and save DiBiase. So, um, so DiBiase and Grimes, you know, formed a bond and. Uh, and Grimes got another rematch for the uh, for the Million Dollar Championship, but in this time it was at the Great American Bash, and it, and the stipulation was you know he could either win the championship or he be, would become LA Knight's personal butler. Um, so 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 Grimes apparently lost that obviously lost that match and became the butler, but of course became the most difficult butler that he could ever be for uh, for Knight, and then. I guess DiBiase started pushing Grimes to go back after the Million Dollar Championship. So um, 
Knight finally agreed to defend the championship against uh, against Grimes. What about uh, a couple weeks ago? And at Takeover Thirty Six, but it was with a stipulation that if Knight retained the championship, then DiBiase would have to replace Grimes as Knight's butler. So uh, Grimes did not want to agree to it, but DiBiase said, "That's fine. You know, I want Grimes to have another shot at the championship." So we come to tonight, and if Grimes wins the championship, obviously uh, everything will be right, and and all that stuff. So. I'm going to say that um, I'm going to say Grimes wins the championship. I'm going to say he comes back and actually wins the million dollar championship. And, and obviously I'm, I'm actually really glad that this has become an active championship in NXT. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's a, it's a pretty historic championship back in the day. And I'm kind of glad it's kind of exclusive to NXT at this moment in time. So I'm going to say Cameron Grimes beats LA Knight and gets the championship. Okay, so the last match is the two out of three falls match between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. First fall would be a traditional wrestling match. Second fall is a street fight. And three, the third fall, if necessary, would be a steel cage. Um, so they are... Um, they are deeming this match, uh, they are calling it uh, the undisputed finale which I think is pretty fitting because obviously these guys used to be two members of the, uh, the group undisputed or undisputed era. I'm sorry. And, uh, this is, th- this is going to be the match that's going to supposedly settle it all. Um, there has been obviously rumors that, you know, Adam Cole might be going to the main roster. I don't know if it would be to raw or SmackDown. I've been here. I've been hearing more SmackDown than raw. Uh, so, could they actually have, uh, you know, have uh, Kyle O'Reilly win this match? Because Kyle O'Reilly may more than more than not stick in NXT, or heaven forbid, I hope you know he doesn't get released like you know uh, his tag team partner did, uh, Bobby. What was it, Bobby Fish, who used to be his tag team partner? So I'm going to go and say that um, I'm going to say that Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly beats Adam Cole. I think he's going to beat Adam Cole and then Adam Cole is going to go to the main roster in WWE and do whatever. Uh, so I, I'm go- I think it's going to go the entire three falls. I think, um, I don't know if I can quite break it down who is going to win what I, I, I would like to say that maybe Adam Cole wins the traditional wrestling match. So he gets that fall. He gets fall one. And I think Kyle O'Reilly will win the street fight. And then I think Kyle O'Reilly will win the steel cage. So, but overall, I'm picking Colorado to win two to one. But if you want to hold me to, you know, my picks and, you know, hold me to each fall, I'm okay with that too. So I'll see if I get, not only am I going to see if I get the overall match result right, but I'm going to see if I actually get the falls right too. So I'm going to say Colorado wins this match. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to call that. So, um, so basically just to recap a little bit, I'm actually expecting all the championships to change hands. Uh, maybe I'm feeling a certain way because of what happened at SummerSlam last night. You know, a lot of t- if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I will say there are a lot of title changes. Uh, I'm not going to tell you, obviously, if you just not to spoil it. I'm not going to tell you what titles changed hands. But um, I mean, to be quite honest, if you've been living under a rock, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you probably already know the results of SummerSlam when you're listening to this. Uh, but you know, as a courtesy, just because it's not even 24 hours removed, I, uh, I won't, 
I won't spoil it for anybody until I do my recap show later on. So, um, but anyway, that's the, uh, that's the takeover, um, uh, preview. So, uh, what'd you think? Uh, like I said, uh, I'll put all my social media links in the, uh, in the podcast description or the show notes, whatever you call them. And, uh, you know, if you want to email me too, uh, put that email in the, in the show notes as well. Uh, also I'm putting my affiliate link for the beard struggle. Uh, so if you guys want to check out that maybe to get 20% off of 20% off your order of beard products, uh, go check that out. Um, and that's going to be, a, that's going to do it for me on this episode. So, uh, like I said, enjoy takeover 36 tonight. It's, it's kind of a interesting that they're having the, they had the SummerSlam last night and they're having takeover tonight. So it's kind of like a reverse of what we're normally used to. So, uh, so anyway, but anyway, enjoy uh, TakeOver 36, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, tag in and leave me a review or share the show with someone who you think would love it. I'll see you at ringside for the next episode.